What's up, everybody? You're listening to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast, where we love hot kimchi and even hotter K-Pop opinions. I'm your host, Justin Turneau. I'm with my co-host, Brian Limper. Dude, we're finally making a K-Pop podcast. How are you doing today, bro? Doing pretty good. I mean, it's uh, 12.05 in the morning, so it just started, so nothing too bad is going on. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a pretty early start to the night, so I think things could only get better from here. And as you might know, if you're listening to this, it's our very first episode, so yay. Claps for us, because we finally, we talked about it for a long time, and we're finally making one, so hopefully it doesn't suck. I'm not making any promises to anybody. I'm not making any promises to anybody either, but I think a solid way to kick it off and get things going would be, obviously, we want to talk about K-pop, because we love K-pop, and we want to learn more about K-pop, so I think it'd only be appropriate we start things by telling the people how we got into k-pop dude yeah so how did you get into k-pop what intrigued you and made you want to dive deeper into the k-pop okay that's i'll go first okay what got me into k-pop honestly a big reason i got into k-pop well you kind of knew about k-pop first and you're the one that introduced me but kind of going back to the story of it all is you Everyone, Brian, lives up near Chicago, and there's this place by where he lives. It's called H-Mart, and if you don't know what that is, it's an awesome place. It's literally like a Korean grocery store where they have Korean food, they have Korean like clothes, Korean music, all this stuff is there, and it's, you know, your typical grocery store, but it's Korean. So one day... This is like a Korean Walmart with a food court. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's awesome. It's super cool. And so one day you were like, hey, dude, do you want to go here? So we did. And, you know, we checked it out and it was fun. And when we were leaving, there was this literally this like old man who had this shirt of like um, a logo on it. And we were with someone that like used to kind of be a friend of ours. And you pointed it out. You were like, hey, look, that's a G-Dragon shirt. Like it's G-Dragon. And I, like, not having any knowledge of what that was or who that was, I was like, dude, what's a G-Dragon? Is that, like, is that, like, a a brand? Is it, um, like, a music band or something? Like, I had no idea. And you're like, oh, dude, it's, like, the most, like, one of the most prominent, uh, like, K-pop artists from Korea. Like, he's, like, the king of Korea and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I've never, I've never really heard K-pop music, so... From there, we were driving back to your apartment, and you were like, here, I'll play you some, I'll play some K-pop for you, and I remember the first song you played was 4 Minute, and it was Hate by 4 Minute, and after hearing that, I was like, this is like the most crazy, incredible, like, sounding song I've ever heard, how can I get more into this, how can I figure out, like, where this comes from, what it means, and all that stuff, it was just super cool. And you were like, yeah, if you like that, they have a whole concert on Netflix. And what what was the concert called? I don't remember. Uh, Dream Concert 2015. Dream Concert, yeah, exactly. Dream Concert 2015, which, you know, we know now is like one of the biggest concerts that they have in Korea that they showcase so many different groups, guys and girls, everybody, solo artists. And we watched that whole thing. And I was literally, after watching that, I was like, this is... This is, like, the coolest thing ever. It's so awesome. The dancing is so cool. There's, like, fireworks. 
and awesome visuals and like really beautiful people and I was just wanted to dedicate my life to all that and figuring out what it meant and what it was so pretty much that's my story of how I got into k-pop it was awesome and I mean <clears throat> you're kind of the one to thank for it because you knew G-Dragon you knew Dream Concert 2015 you knew four minutes so you showed all those things to me and honestly I don't think I would like k-pop um, as much, you know, without you kind of showing me. I do also remember one of the other first songs that I showed you was, uh, Bubble Pop by Hyona, because, uh, I showed you the video of when they, uh, were on Family Guy, and they were making fun of the song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I saw that Family Guy episode, which is super offensive, but you were like, I'm pretty sure this is the same song from here. And we like listened to that and it literally was like the, it was identical to bubble pop just with like, you know, different lyrics and everything. But yeah, I was super into bubble pop when you showed it to me. Cause I was like, wow, this is like so happy and all this stuff. And like, it turned out that Hyuna was, and still is like one of our favorite idols that we've ever had. And she's just the best. So that was like that was that was really funny that it was like the same as the Family Guy episode, but yeah, Bubble Bubble Pop goes hard. She's definitely what well, both of our probably first main biases we had in uh, K-pop. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's safe to say that because, and you really liked Four <clears throat> Minute too, so you know she was like especially a bias for you. Yeah, Four Minute was awesome. Uh, too bad we really just got in the game right when they were leaving, so we didn't get really to get to experience that for very long. But at least she still put out some like good singles and albums after they. Uh, I wouldn't say they called it quits after the other members were let go from Cube Entertainment. Yeah, she. I mean, she's really. I mean, she thrived when she was with them, and she's thrived as a solo artist too. And that's why she is one of the biggest names like in K-pop and just around the world too i mean i feel like there's a lot she has just like a huge amount of fans and a huge amount of following so i mean obviously she's she even a side in his music video i mean what more do you want yeah it was really funny because everyone knew gangnam style when it came out and it you know i didn't really think too much into it but i remember thinking the girl in the video was really cute and it was just funny coming back all these like years learning about k-pop like oh wow that was actually hyuna this whole time which would turn out to be one of our like favorite favorite idols full circle it really was but since you kind of showed me what it all was about i mean introducing me to that stuff like how did you first get into it because i honestly don't really think i know because you know we didn't find out about it at the same time i first got into k-pop a couple years earlier well, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> I say a couple, but it might have been a little more than that. Because uh, one of the people that I used to date was really into like that type of Asian kind of um, culture and musics and vibe and stuff. And they, But they were like the basic stuff kind of like of the groups that were really uh, prominent back then, like uh, 21 and uh, GD and Young and the rest of Big Bang, and, like, EXO, and just kind of really, like, really popular groups at the time. So she would show me songs, but I never really, like, looked into it any more than what she, like, showed me, because it really wasn't the type of music I was into at that point in time. Um, and then after that, 
I, like you said, moved up towards like the Chicago area, and the person I was with at the time was really into K-pop too, and she introduced me to more K-pop and more songs, more artists and stuff that she was into, and I vividly remember that the one song that really sucked me in and made me think, wow, this is like super awesome, like I really want to listen to more of this, which is one of the reasons why I went and watched Dream Concert 2015 to begin with before I showed it to you, was when she showed me... Um, View by Shiny. I just remember the opening beats being the most chill, most awesome sounding thing in the entire world. I was like, wow, this is crazy. I need to hear more of this kind of stuff. And then uh, because of that, I when I was like working and stuff, well, I mean, I still work, but when I was at my job, I was at, at that time, I would put on like a just Shiny radio on like Spotify and just listen to all the recommended songs. And that's when I like heard hate for the first time but at that time i had no idea who it was or what they looked like or any of that kind of stuff i was just like oh that's a really cool song so the more songs i heard i'd make like a whole playlist of them that i'd listen to and that's how i got into uh k-pop to begin with and started like getting more into like listening to the songs and stuff and being accustomed to like the group names and the uh, members and all this but uh one of the main reasons i uh watched dream concert 2015 is because i saw on like a i guess a chart or a rundown of the roster who was playing it had Shiny on there, and it had Four Minute, and I really wanted to uh, hear View live, like see him play it, because I'd never seen like a live performance of it or anything. I just heard it on like you know Spotify or whatever music provider people listen to. So I was really excited to see that, because I didn't know what they looked like. I didn't know anything about them, really. Uh, but because of that, I watched it, and I was like, wow, this is a crazy spectacular of awesomeness, and I wish <laughs> I knew more about this. And that's how we found out about other groups that we really got into, uh, like Red Velvet, Oh My Girl, uh, who else was there? Sistar. Um, I'm trying to think of some other BTS groups. BTS was there, I remember. Oh, yeah, I mean, we BTS, don't... BTS we don't, was there. I mean, little disclaimer, we're not the biggest BTS fans. They have really awesome music, but... I mean, we're not super into them, but they were there at Dream Concert 2015. Uh, yeah. I remember that. EXO was there. Shiny was there, obviously, because that's why I watched it. Uh, B2B was there. There's actually a lot of really popular groups at that time that were performing, so it was really good seeing those groups because some of them are around like, right now still. That was like the beginning of uh, their careers, so that was pretty cool to see. Um, but ever since then, I've just been kind of sucked into it. And also, full disclaimer, we are extremely biased towards girl groups because we are girl group stands. True. And uh, you'll probably find out over time that I'm a huge Cube stand because my favorite group of all time is CLC. Uh, which also, ironically, we're at Dream Concert 2015, which I did not know <laughs> until later. And they got completely cut out of the entire thing when they posted it. So they were not on there. And I... Well... Didn't know who they were for a little bit after that. Didn't you say you went back and, you know, at K-pop concerts, usually at the encore, like, a lot of the groups come out and they, like, wave to the fans and, like... Oh, yeah. And didn't you say end. you tried to, like, find CLC at the end of Dream Concert and you couldn't even find them there? Yeah, I tried to I tried to find them, any side of them, really. But it's like, because I knew they were there because I looked at the performances. I know that they were there. They weren't even, like, one of the first, bit, uh, like, first uh, groups to perform. They were, like... After Red Velvet, they were after like Nine Muses, they were after like a bunch of other groups. Um, but they just like completely wiped them off the face of the earth. They were not there. 
which is kind of weird because there's a lot of cube groups there. Like Four Minute was one of the bigger groups there. B2B was there. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But if you do watch it, there are signs and they're all like light up boards and stuff that do have the CLC logo on them and say CLC. So they were there, but apparently cube just failed in promoting that for yeah i don't know i don't know how, what determines you making the cut in the music i guess final like production of the video to not making it because like you said it's not like they were the first opening group of the whole thing where it's like eh, we don't need to include this because nobody cares they're just at the beginning it's really funny though because that was like red velvet it was like before the stadium was even like filled it was like red velvet performing ice cream cake with like the sun out, it wasn't even like dark out yet, and it it was just really funny. Like the where... stage wasn't even full at that time. There's no, yeah, walking to their seats. It literally, it literally was the opening, like the first opening act, and just to like warm people up. And it was, you know, at the time, the one of the newer girl groups, and it was Red Velvet, and it was just funny. Over time, like, I mean, they've been one of our favorites, and we've even like seen them. You've seen them multiple times, but I've seen, seen them, them and like. They're so awesome, but it's just funny looking back when they're just, like, little babies, and you're like, oh, well, there's this band we don't even need to really worry about because they're, like, opening the show, and I'm sure no one really cares, but now they're, like, one of the biggest groups in all of K-pop. Yeah, I don't I highly recommend watching it. It's on uh, Netflix. Uh, it's really good. Oh, EXID was there. I really forgot about that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. My, like, that was, like, I the love first EXID. time you, like, saw Hani. That was the first time I saw Hani. I love Hani so much, and... I wish them the best in all of their careers moving forward since they're not really, like, going to do too much music anymore. But I was going to say, kind of along those lines, it was funny watching it the first time and just being, like, so overwhelmed with, like, all these groups and colors and fireworks and dancing. And you're like, oh, it's all so cool. But I literally don't know any of these people. Like, I don't even, I didn't even know one person, like, when I we first watched it. Like, I didn't like, know. I didn't know anybody. And then it's just funny going back... Like, when we watched it, I don't know, we probably watched it, like, maybe a year ago was the last time, but, like, you're like, oh, I here's that person, here's that person, here's Wendy, here, and then, like, like Lee Took is, like, the MC, and Hani comes and helps be an MC, like, halfway through the show, and I was like, oh, I never even knew that before, and then now, like, when you kind of, we gained all that knowledge of, like, who the groups are and what they do, we're like, oh, there's them, and this is their song, and I said this, I was, I remember just being so overwhelmed first watching it, but, like, knowing I wanted to know everything like about it but I was like I just I just don't know who these people are yeah when I even when I first watched it I knew like Hyona was in four minute I didn't know anybody else um I actually remember when, when I first watched it Hani came on stage to help MC and I was like who was just like awkward girl like talking right now like who is this person oh <laughs> I know. know she was super popular she really was and like that was when they had up and down and stuff so it was like ah oh, yeah and up and down which were essentially like the same song and they literally go like back and forth playing the songs in yeah. the performance and i'm like is this one song is it two songs i really have no idea but it was really freaking awesome and that was really uh funny too was when i don't remember what group it was it was like a rap group like had some people help them out and then like it turns out wendy went out and like helped them like rap and i was like she doesn't even do that now with like red velvet she's not the ra rapper but she was out really, there getting it and she did a really good job it was really funny too because uh i remember when i saw her doing the rap thing i was like wow she's like a really attractive person and then 
I honestly did not know probably like the four or five times I watched it after that, that she was the same person that was in Red Velvet at the very beginning. Oh, I know. It definitely took a while. I feel like Wendy, like, uh, Hyuna was definitely one of our first biases, but I feel Wendy was really one of your, like, main first biases, too. Oh, yeah. She'll always have a special place in my heart. Even if you don't like their music, you still have a bias in all the groups. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like you, you watch performances or videos or really anything shows and you might not like you said necessarily love the music but you feel that you have to pick someone as like your favorite you're like okay i need to find one of these girls or guys that will be the one that i'm like rooting for the most and because that's how i felt watching dream concert the first time too i was like i gotta find out these people i was like looking them up online as we were watching it because um I, I was like, I gotta have a favorite. I gotta have one that's stand like. There's always one that stands out to you. So I feel like that's just really watching any group. Fans, it's also important to remember you don't choose your bias. The bias chooses you. The bias chooses you. That's so true. It's so true. And it's funny how when you get a bias, it might not be some. It could just be like one little tiny thing they do in a performance, or an interview, or a variety show that's funny or goofy or cute or whatever, and you're just like, yep, that's the one. That's the one for me. If you're ever not sure about who your bias is or which bias you think is going to pick you, watch variety shows. The variety shows will always just cement it for you. That was when I really started to care a lot about the groups and K-pop in general because the music was really awesome at first and it was unique and different. And a lot of the beats and songs were super good. And like you kind of did, you made like a playlist when you found out about it. I did the same thing and I was like listening and listening, but it really wasn't until I started watching like weekly idol and knowing bros and all those other shows that you actually are like, okay, I like genuinely care about these people now. Yeah. The, the variety shows are, even without the music, I could just watch on variety shows like all the time. It would just be the greatest thing ever. They're just so funny. Super cool. I remember just seeing clips when, you know, as one does when they get into K-pop and you just start like following anything you can on Instagram that's like K-related or group pages or just like fan accounts because there's so many fan accounts. And they post these clips that are just like these 30-second clips of them like doing some really goofy thing that's hilarious. And you're just like, I don't know what this is because I don't really see this like similar type stuff like this in like American TV or anything like that. And then you find out it's like, oh, that's a clip from like Weekly Idol where like Irene's ironing while the rest of the group is like doing some other crazy thing. And then, Like shelling peanuts. <laughs> yeah, like shelling peanuts or hanging themselves on like hangers and pretending that they're coats or driving a little car or just, I don't know. They've Catching done toast to their mouth. Yeah, catching toast in their mouth, shout out, like, twice. But there's so many goofy things that they do on these variety shows, and I feel like that just, like, it really just makes you, like, love them that much more. You're just like, oh, my gosh, this is so funny seeing them, like, put in these situations that are just so goofy. Yeah, idols are the best. Appreciate them. Support girl groups. Honestly, that's huge because the guy groups are fine, and they get a bunch of love and it's deservingly so like they're awesome and they do great but the girls just have to work that much harder and 
I feel like that's the reason we like them too. It's like they don't get as much love, but they definitely deserve it because they're just as talented, just as funny, just as good at dancing. And, you know, they, they do deserve the love. They deserve it. It always is crazy to me just knowing like as big as like certain groups get, like girl groups get, even though there are some really big ones that like boy groups are just so much bigger. Like it's crazy. Oh yeah. They're like a whole nother scale. Yeah, it's just like a whole different world. And I feel I feel like recently, the last few years, we have seen, you know, girl groups do really, really well. Not that they haven't done, like, well in the past, but we're seeing people like, like Blackpink and Twice who are really breaking records and stuff for girl groups and setting the bar high. But it's crazy comparing it to somebody like BTS who honestly just, like, blows the roof off of everyone when it comes like, to, like, everything. Big Bang. Like or, uh, Big Bang, EXO, really any of the more popular guy groups, it just they just do so well and have so many fans. Even groups nowadays, like some of the younger ones coming up, like Seventeen and uh, um, Pentagon, and just crazy amounts of fans. You're the craziest stories because they just have so many fans. Yeah, I haven't. The couple K-pop shows that I've been to with you, we never have seen any guy groups, but I can't imagine like how crazy those fans are live actually like when with the idols actually they're performing in front of them they're probably it's probably just craziness yeah i don't because i mean it's crazy when we go see the girl groups but it's like a whole other level man so i was thinking another good thing we pretty much described what we how we figured out k-pop how we learned about k-pop but i feel like a good thing would be just kind of throwing out some groups that we individually really like, even though I feel like we like a lot of the same ones, but just some of our preferences when it comes to groups and maybe individual idols. So I'm going to let you go for it. Just give me some of your favorite groups. You said CLC. Yeah. Who kind of falls after that? CLC is my, uh, my ultimate stand. I love CLC. My, uh, ultimate bias who's in CLC is Sung Young because she's, just the greatest gift on God's green earth. <laughs> uh, but some other groups I really like, like obviously we both really like twice. Uh, one of my, uh, well, we both like, but one of my other, like probably my second favorite group right now is uh, promise nine or promise nine, however you want to pronounce it. Um, they're freaking hilarious. I've seen every, I think I've seen every variety show, every like little, uh, I don't know. What are they called? Not a, don't they have, like, Fromus TV or something? Yeah, like, they their little... Channel 9, Channel 9. Yeah, the little Channel 9 videos, their live performances, just, like, everything. I love I love Fromus 9. They're so funny. I really love, like, literally all of them. But uh, my favorite ones in there are, like, uh, G1. G1's awesome. She's just really loud and obnoxious, and it's great. Uh, I also really like Goo Goo Don. And the reason I found out about Goo Goo Don is because one of our other favorite groups that's no longer with us, R.I.P., R.I.P. to IOI, man. Just the the best out there. Yeah, IOI. Pretty excited because they're supposed to be getting a comeback. That was supposed to happen here in a little bit, but it got pushed back to December. Um, hopefully that still happens. Hopefully. Also, hopefully Google Dog comes back because uh, they have not come back either. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't know. I don't know who's going to come back first, IOI or Google Dog. That's a good question because they're missing a few members right now, so... Um, but yeah, 
Twice, Goo Goo Don, Promise Nine, CLC, um, Red Velvet. We both really got into Red Velvet. Um, although I haven't really been listening to them as much lately. They kind of got pushed back, you know. But still like them. They're cool. Momoland. Oh, yeah, Momoland. Really when they like have Momoland. all their members, and they're slowly losing them. Like, it <laughs> seems like they're, like, losing members now. But when they're when they're full strength, Momoland's awesome. Yeah, speaking of groups that are also losing members... Momoland. Hopefully they come back. Daisy, we miss you. I hope you come back with the group. I just want to know what Daisy, one of the members of Momoland's who, I guess she got maybe in trouble for, because she was dating someone, and maybe this is their company's punishment for dating someone, that she's just not in promotions or making any music or anything, but I just want to know what... She's not around. I don't know what she's doing. What does she do on a daily basis as... I mean, she doesn't promote or do photo shoots or shows or anything, so she just, like, sit on the couch and chill and, like... I guess this is just another day of just Daisy's life. Yeah, I don't know, but I really hope Daisy comes back with them. I hope all the members come back with them. Uh, Another one of her favorite groups, Itzy. Oh, yes. Good call. I don't know why I forgot about them, but good call. Itzy's awesome. Itzy... Um, hopefully we get, uh, tickets and we go see them. They come to America next year and we can go see them in Minnesota. I hope, I hope that would be awesome. Um, Oh my girl. I love Oh my girl. You saw Oh my girl. I did see Oh my girl. You could have seen Oh my girl, but you didn't. I didn't. There was terrible weather. It was snowing and all that fun stuff that we have in the Midwest during the winter time. Uh, but yeah, Oh My Girl, they're not really the same vibe as the other groups, but I'm really into Oh My Girl. One of my guilty pleasures just listening to Oh My Girl. It's your favorite group's favorite group, man. They really are. They it's really Oh My are. Girl. They're really they're fun great. variety shows, too. I'm just super, super upset that I wasn't able to come see them because after seeing videos and like the pictures you had and all that, it looked like it was just a really fun time. Oh, yeah, it was awesome because unlike when I saw like Blackpink or Red Velvet or twice when it was in like a bigger kind of stadium venue. This is like a smaller area, so it was like really kind of more personal. And they were like the stage like right like at like a knee level with the the crowd. So right. they'd like go into the crowd and they would like take signs and their faces on or like take people's phones, like take selfies. They really interacted with the crowd. So it was really cool. Yeah, that's dope, man. Um hopefully they do it again. Hopefully they come back so I will get to see oh my girl for the first time because i know that will be super super awesome and they're just really good live they're awesome uh yeah that's just a few of the groups that i'm really into but we'll have another episode later where we get more in detail with different groups we like and the members and like our favorite songs by them and stuff like that who are some uh, other groups that you like is there any that i missed like I said, I, I know mean, we listen to a lot of the same ones, so... I mean, honestly, all the ones you named were pretty much ones I like, too. My favorite is probably Twice. It was Red Velvet. Like, when I got into K-pop, it was Red Velvet. And it pretty much was Red Velvet for, um, you know, the, the few years that I was into K-pop. And then it changed when we went to Twice Lights last summer. We went and saw Twice, and... By the grace of the Lord, we got front row tickets. Oh, yes, that's so funny. I see you're watching Parks and Rec. That's amazing. But anyway, we got front row tickets to Twice Lights, and we got the meet and greet. We got the group photo, and we got all that stuff with them. So after that experience, 
I just had twice just like stole my heart away. They were just amazing live. They were so fun. It was such a good show. They were so cool to just give a high touch to. I mean, that was like one of the literally one of the best moments ever. And then we even got like a group photo. And pretty much just after that experience, twice has been my favorite group. I'm loving their comeback right now. Feel special. It's been so, so, so good. I'm so glad they're back. I'm glad Mina promoted the video. She's not back completely, but take your time, Mina. Get better. We love you. But Twice is my favorite. Red Velvet's still right there. I really love Itzy a lot. I mean, I guess it's just the JYP group effect. I love Itzy. I do like Blackpink a lot, too. Fromus 9 is... Fromus 9 is honestly one of my favorites because every single member is amazing. Every member is super funny. And, you know, Momoland... EXID, RIP, I still love you guys, I love you, honey, but, you know, pretty much all the groups you said, they're all awesome, and honestly, I'm trying to learn more about Go Groups too, like Luna, I don't know that much about Luna, but I'm trying, because they have, like, 100 members, so it's kind of tough. I'm also but, really working on remembering all the members of Cosmic Girl. Yeah, they, how there. many members do they have? They have a ton, too. I don't know. I think it's like 12 or 13 or something. It's a lot. There's it's a, a lot. Once once you just get, like, nine is a lot, but once you get past nine, it's tough for me, man. That's I'm not a lot. really sure, but I definitely it's think a it's lot more of members. than... I think it's in the double digits. When you go on a variety show and you have to sit, like, three rows deep because you have so many people, it's it's kind of scary. It's intimidating, but I'm I'm working on it, so... When you have to split into two full teams to go on a... Yeah, they can have a variety contest. show contest against themselves because they have so many members, but... I've, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn. I always want to learn more about different group, girl groups and all that stuff. So, I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a pretty good kind of setting, like laying the groundwork for for who we like. I mean, we like a lot of the same people. Like I said, we'll cover more of this in a, in a future episode, because there's we could just go on for hours. We really could, yeah. And we definitely don't want to do that. And I feel. We talked about for the next one, we may look at actual comebacks so far that's happened this year because there's been some really, really amazing ones. I think we may do, maybe we'll do like a top five each comeback and we won't tell each other who we pick, so it'll be like a surprise and we can talk about, you know, why we like the comeback, the videos, the music, the members, all that stuff. So that'll probably be our next episode, but... I well, feel like for our debut one, what, what, what do you got? What are you going to say? Also, since it just happened recently, what were your thoughts on Feel Special? The Twice oh, comeback? yeah. I mean, you know what? Twice just came back. So, yeah, we got to talk about Twice because they just came back and Feel Special was awesome. And both of us think Fancy, their last comeback was maybe the greatest song ever made in music. That might be the greatest musical achievement in the history of... History uh, of humankind and everything. It's the greatest comeback, greatest concept, greatest video. Everyone looked awesome. So it was really... It it left a big shoes to fill for Feel Special. And, you know, I don't think I'm going to say Feel Special's better than Fancy, but Feel Special's really damn good. I really love this comeback. Every single song is really good on this... I think it's like their eighth mini-album, which is so many, but... Every single song is really good. All the members look awesome. The video was cool, and I was not let down at all with it. No, it was, uh, like you said, it's hard to follow up Fancy when you know you make the greatest song of all time. It's kind of Best hard song to, ever made. It's kind of hard to follow that up with something else because everyone's going to be comparing it to it, but I was not disappointed. From the first time I heard it, I like messaged you, and I was like, wow, this is 
this is definitely something awesome. So yeah, you you were up before me, and I woke up to your text, and you were just like, "Man, feel special was the bomb," and I was like, "Okay, I gotta watch this," and I did, and I was I texted you back and said, "You are exactly right. Feel special was just it was a killer, man. It was so it was so good." My only regret is they did not release that before they came to America on their tour, so I could not see it at Twice Lights. Oh, I know. Like, imagine if they just, like, you were like, hey, we have this song that's going to come out in a few months. We're just going to play it, and it was Feel Special, too. That would have been, that would have just, Twice Lights was literally perfect, but that would have made it even better than perfect if they played that. The only thing that would have made that better is if they played Feel Special and if Mina was there. That's true. We did miss Mina. We did miss Mina, but... Everyone missed Mina there. Everyone was, like, talking about it, and we used our light sticks to have her color. It's, like, mint green or something. I'm not 100% sure. I'm sorry, but, yeah, everyone missed Mina, but we're glad Mina is recovering, and she was awesome in the music video. She was, like, a princess in the Avatar Avatar Woods. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't really under—I really didn't understand, but it was awesome. All the girls just looked super good. It was great. They did. The video was really cool. I don't really get it, but I'm— We'll do some more research and figure out all the crazy fan theories that people oh, yeah. are saying. Oh, yeah, fans. If uh, anyone has a conspiracy theories uh, about Twice, this is uh, Justin's favorite hobbies, conspiracy theories about Twice music videos. Oh, yeah, really Twice. And honestly, since that was the group I first found the conspiracies for, if there's conspiracies about any group music video, just send us a DM at our Instagram because I love K-pop conspiracies, so... I just love talking about K-pop cool. in general. So, I mean, yeah, talking I mean, about K-pop. Yeah. Hit us up. So, yeah, hit us up. This is our... We don't have all the social media, but we have some. And our Instagram is kpopkimchi101. It was previously... We ran, like, a fan account pretty much to just post pictures and videos. So, we have a bunch of that up there. We'll hopefully put the, the episodes up there. So, yeah, if you ever want to talk about K-pop or anything, just send us a DM. They're always open, and we're always down to talk. And then on Twitter, too, it's kpopkimchi. I don't think we have any tweets yet, but once we drop this episode, there will be some tweets. So give us a follow. Give us all the love. Hopefully, hopefully we did a decent job for our first episode. What What are your socials that you want to shamelessly plug at the end of our first podcast? Well, I literally only have one social media, and it's my Instagram. Nice. Uh, and that's Fograw, T-O-H-B, so F-O-G-R-A-W-T-O-H-B. Uh, don't be fooled by the inactivity and never posting anything. I get on there looking at K-pop stuff all the time. So if you he's on DM, it all the time. He's on I it will all the time. answer you. Yes, he's on Instagram all the time because so am I. And my Instagram is Justin, T-O-H-B, I think. J-U-S-T-I-N-T-O-H-B. And that is, that's like my main form of social media too. So yeah, if anyone wants to follow DMs, they're always open. We always want to learn more about K-pop. So if you have any info, let us know. So do you have any recommendations for anybody before we end this? If I, a recommendation, a K-pop recommendation, oh man, put me on the spot. Um, I'm going to say, because we talked about feel special, I think I'm going to go with Listen to Feel Special every song on the album. That's my recommendation, not just the title track. Even though it's awesome, listen to all the rest of the songs because they're all super good. So just definitely show Twice Love and check out their full eighth mini album. What about you? You know, since we're talking about comebacks and you're talking about Twice and you recommended something already, 
I would recommend since Card just had a comeback. Their yes. new comeback with uh, Dumb Liddy was awesome. But if you like that, you should check out a song off their album, uh, Ride on the Wind, called Knocking on My Heaven's Door, which is one of my favorite card songs that was ever made. Beautiful. That's also, beautiful. listen to Dumb Liddy because it's freaking sweet. Be a I will say, I don't want to give a, a spoiler. Great job. I don't want to give a spoiler for next week, but I am a big fan of Dumb Liddy. It was a really, really great song. So, there's a recommendation for you. Dumb Liddy and Knocking on My Heaven's Door. Both Check great. out Card. Show Card love as well. But... Support Card. Card's a great group, especially since they're, um, what's it called? Co-ed. Uh, co-ed group. Yeah, they are. They're really fun. They're really fun. But um, I think for our first episode, we didn't do too bad of a job. I think we did okay. I'll pat myself on the back a little bit. Hopefully, someone listens and wants to check us out. Also, to uh, anyone who's listening, which would probably just be you and I, we will have more structured uh, podcasts coming out later on. So. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, you know, the more we do, the better it's going to get. This is literally our first one ever, so we're sorry if it's, you know, not perfect yet, but we're going to keep fighting and we're going to keep trying to get better every time. I'm going to listen to this at least five times just so we have at least five listens. So, But I'm also not going to promise that there won't be more uh, just randomness me babbling on about uh, certain groups and idols that I like. Cause oh, yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. really, if I had to judge – just or just predict this podcast is going to be a lot of just babbling on about the idols we love and the songs we love so that's why we're super open to hearing everyone else's opinions because sometimes we just like ours too much hashtag extremely biased extremely biased but hey it's not not a bad thing not a bad thing always open the new ideas too so always open to recommendations and anything you guys want to send us perfect perfect so all right, I think that's going to do it for Numero Uno, number one, man. Good work. Thank you. And um, claps, yeah, a couple more claps for us. I'm clapping. Me too, me too. And uh, all right, everyone, thank you for listening, and please tune in to episode number two. Peace. Peace.